Nightmare Hardcore Radio, exploring the world's best hardcore punk and all the various subgenres. For the next two hours we will enter a world apart from the rest. The time is now. What's up with that? Let's start jamming. What's up? You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. This is episode 107. To give you a brief preview, we'll make it very quick. It's going to be a very talk-heavy show. We're a hardcore radio show slash podcast. We've been doing this for a very long time, starting in 2004, passed down to me in 2014, and I've been doing it ever since. And uh, we just talk about new hardcore, talk to new bands, we shoot the shit. We just get to know people in bands. We're not like the most in-depth hardcore radio show or podcast, but we like to just have fun. We talk a little music and just do whatever we fucking feel like because it's a, it's a crazy time. There's not shows going on, really. There are records coming out and there's bands coming out, um, but I do like to go back and talk to people in bands. We do a interview of some sorts every week. Um, this week we're talking to Josh, Josh jerk of, uh, New Jersey punk and hardcore band school drugs. And, uh, if you haven't checked them out, they're just fucking awesome. Like literally just drenched in everything eighties 
uh, punk and hardcore, you know, if you like Black Flag, I mean, why, who, who the fuck doesn't like Black Flag? Like, or like at least even a song. Like, that's that's a fucking stupid question. So if you like those bands, if you like 80s, if you like fucking hardcore, sorry, I'm turning my mic up a little bit. If you like that shit, fucking listen. Anyways, so we're going to we're going to talk to Josh in just a few minutes. Like I said, it's going to be very, very talk heavy. But we started out with some actual um, other New Jersey um, punk and hardcore from a band called Reaching Out. They had their demo come out in the 5th of September. Um, we played, what did we, we played Doomed World, which is the second song. Um, they have a side-by-side cover on it, which is fucking cool. Um, four songs. Check it out. Um, an awesome get in and get out listen. Um, and then we're going to, because I want to make this super quick, um, we're going to go to uh, Minority Threat with Punk Politics off the Shut It Down compilation, The Movement for Black Lives. Check it out. It has so many bands from metal and hardcore and everything in between. Anything in the DIY scene. Um, just awesome fucking bands with new and live stuff from just a ton of stuff that you there's going to be one thing that you love if you love punk hardcore even uh, metal metal infused hardcore all that shit it's awesome um just a quick thing please uh check us out on all our socials facebook.com slash dead air hardcore radio also check us out um we have a website dead air hardcore radio.com i'll be updating that very soon i've been slacking on that and both twitter and instagram dead air at dead air nwcz also make sure to follow us on spotify anchor google apple Podcasts, and anywhere that you consume podcasts please um on apple give us a rating or review if you could appreciate it um i've had a lot of listeners even though in the last few months even though we've uh kind of i've kind of taken breaks due to shit going on in the world but it is what it is we have a lot of show to get to, so we're going to play Punk Politics for Minority Threat off of the Shut It Down compilation, Benefit for the Movement for Black Lives, and we uh, will be right back. Um, you will listen to Dead Air Trails Hardcore Radio. Fighting over all this trivial shit Arguments over who does This is that Shutting people without this choice But just let us win something real happens You say you care but your ass is louder Then you wonder why some people Don't bother We're supposed to be fighting for The same thing But you're too concerned with punk politics We're supposed to be fighting for The same things But you're too concerned with Invested in punk hierarchy Don't lie and say you care Cause deep down you don't give a shit You can take it for everyone else But I don't play a bullshit You can take it for everyone else But I don't play a bullshit 
All right, once again, check out the Shut It Down compilation. So many fucking bands. So many good like live sets as well. Um, Shut It Down compilation, Movement for Black Lives. And that now we're going to get to our interview. Like I said, there's a lot of fucking talking tonight, so... That's pretty much that's pretty much it. So we're going to not as much music. So we're going to start off with some music from School Drugs off their Modern Medicine record that came out um, in early September of last year. Um, Nervous Eyes is the track, and uh, we'll hit a quick break and get into the fucking get into the meat of the episode. You listen to Dead Air, Two Hours of Hardcore Radio. This is Bever Mashup telling you to check out the brand new Bever website now. Go to BeverHardcoradio.com for all podcasted shows as well as news reviews and content you can't get anywhere else. Go now or feel the wrath of my cold, hard robotic legs been kicking you straight in the face. Well, here goes! Flower Chains Collective. I felt like I was watching a dream I'd never wake up from. DIY clothing you can't get anywhere else. Now you have something to look forward to after you die. Information at flowerchains.us Alright, we're here with Josh from New Jersey Punk and Hardcore Band School Drugs. Josh, how are you doing? Good, how you doing, bud? We're just just fucking chilling, doing the best doing the best we can um in october of 2020 um how how are you faring the wor- how is how is the world of how how is it going in your neck of the woods um with what's going on in the world um particularly where i live uh which is like the jersey shore area oh the, shit the closest town that anyone would would know would probably be asbury park i live like a couple towns over uh from there um and i moved here specifically because 
I do a lot of work in Asbury um, and like surrounding areas, but I do a lot of stuff uh, doing like lighting for concerts and events and shit like that. Um, so since this has all happened, there's pretty much nowhere. <laughs> me and, and basically understand. everyone else that, yeah, basically me and everyone else that I've worked, that I work with, we're all just getting in line and, and filling out our forms to, uh, join everyone else where we inevitably all work for fucking Amazon. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's where it's, that's where it always ends up for some of us. I, that's, I'm hoping to not have to do that, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of us who, who are, I feel like, um, if I could gauge the audience of the people that I've, that I talked to, um, how old are, how old are you specifically? How old are you? You're, you're in your band. What's the age uh, range? I, I'm 29. Okay. So you guys are, you, and most of you guys are within that, like, mid to mid twenties to early thirties. Like, yeah. Range. Uh, except our drummer is 46. <laughs> oh, okay. That's still, so he's a little bit older. That's still fucking cool. I'm, I I always admire um, drummers like that, like that are people who are really f- still fucking doing it and can do it up until their goddamn sixties. Because I know like there's bands who are like if they've been touring from like their twenties until their like early forties, so that almost like twenty years by their forties, they're usually just like, I don't mind playing, but I'm done doing this as an actual like career. <laughs> Yeah, like that's all Chris wants to do. He wants to fucking get in a van and drive places all the time. So it 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 works out for us in that respect too cuz he wants to play, he wants to drive, he wants to go out and like go to places and and do things and he uh also owns and runs a studio where we practice and record everything. So music's been, you know, his life for most of his life. So we're, and and we're both in essentially the same field of work. He does sound and and I do lights at, you know, various venues around New Jersey and events and things. So we're, we're both pretty out of work at the moment. Yeah. And to just talk on the age, that just, it always makes me feel good to see like i talked to lots of bands who are like who are either people were in bands in the 90s restarted bands in the last five years did new and it's just like the whole seven seconds young till i die shit is always is always comforting because like in the other in other worlds of music especially popular music they tend to want to throw you away Oh, you have a shelf life. Um, the se- total- the second same with sports. With sports, that's a totally different thing. That makes sense. But with music, you sure. literally, if you are creative, you could keep going for as long as you physically can, especially with like a team behind you. Um, hey, but- Paul McCartney put out a new record. What last year? The year before? Yeah, but it's like sometimes it gets it gets like overlooked, even if it's even if it's really good. Um, oh, I- sure. I mean. Well, even just thinking about Paul McCartney, it's like 
yeah, he's going to keep touring. He's going to keep doing stuff till he, you know, fucking falls over. But how many people are like, oh, man, fuck, yo, there's a new Paul McCartney album. Got to go get that with the day it drops. Well, it just depends sure on where you are. Plenty of people, but not as many as, you know, when he was bigger in, in the early, like, mid-70s, you know, immediately after the Beatles and, and his, like, first solo efforts. Well, if you look at a band like Deftones, who have been doing it since early 90s, and then they're, they're still get as much hype from their audience and from you know even though the world of mainstream rock is very small there's still there's still people who are who are just hyped as fuck about um about deftones and and a new record and being like like it's not many bands where you can go 20 plus years being like I'm so excited for this record they're usually it's for another band you're just like I'm really excited to see this band play the songs I love growing up. It's not, it's never not always, it's something special when I'm excited to hear this record from a band that I've been listening to since I was in grade school. Yeah. Um, but to get to go ahead, descendants keep putting out records and I will keep buying descendants records that, yeah, then that's, and that's, that makes, that makes a hundred, hundred percent. I don't think, much much has um changed on that except maybe just like there's some you know political aspects and stuff and people people that uh i know people have uh talked about it just being like too like too immature for this for this age of punk rock i don't know if mm. you've heard that if you've heard that argument um like in, like what and in what respect for just like Descendants and Milo and all those and those just like the lyric the lyrical content is oh yeah is people I, I've I've as, lately heard the people and I haven't dove into it much because um I do like I do like Descendants but that hasn't honestly that's not always my like go to eighties vibe I'm always like if I'm gonna if I if I do like eighties any like eighties music it's either like Bad Brains or like uh, which is another topic in itself, and go or sure. go, or go to like the late eighties New York hardcore, which is just my thing because I I grew up like my first like thing was loving like late eighties and nineties hip hop, and that translates great to that to that style of music. But I guess and and any starts some some bands are going to be called um, you know. A lot of bands from the 80s would be, in some respect, would be called problematic, I guess. Yeah, so, I mean, touching on that, like, as stark as the humor of the Descendants can be, they also have the songs that that touch really, really fucking deep. Like, um, perfect example would be One More Day from the Cool To Be You record. Uh, also, incidentally, my favorite Descendants record, but, um, you know, that, that song is about like Bill Stevenson and his dad and like them not having a good relationship. And then, you know, kind of like reconnecting basically on like his father's deathbed. Um, but then in the same fucking record, they have a song that's 
just about taking a shit. <laughs> you know, and that's fun. And, and, and you know what? That's all good fun. If you can't have, if you can't have fun, people, people. I feel like there's pockets and eras of punk and hardcore where they where there is a strict audience that rejects fun. Oh, definitely. And and a song like Blast Off, the song about shitting, I'm like it was funny the first couple times I heard it and I it's one of the very few songs by them that I'm like next, I'll skip it. And whatever comes after, I'm I'm more stoked to listen to. Like it's just one of the ones that I don't necessarily have to hear again. Um, and you know, as far as like them being problematic from the past, like, you know, there's some stuff from Milo goes to college that isn't really, uh, palatable anymore. Um, not that it ever was, but you know, the, the, like them being like young dickheads, and thinking using certain words was like acceptable a, or in funny a, in a totally different time too. So you got to also in a totally different time. Sure. It, it, you know, that never makes it okay. No, course. it doesn't, but you, you still, there's, you still have to try to put yourself on a mindset, especially if someone ha- is like, not like that at all today. Absolutely. And, and now when they play, I'm not a loser, Milo changes the words and he doesn't say the same shit that he thought was acceptable in the 80s. Exactly. Much much the same way that the Beastie Boys did that. They did the same thing. There was a whole bunch of shit on uh, their first LP that was like, ugh. And as the years went on, they either refused to play certain songs, like they would never play Girls, um, or they would change the lyrics because they were like, yeah, we've fucking grown up because we're adults now. Yeah. And, and another band that has a good example of like still having somewhat of like a, a juvenile sense of humor, but also grew up like. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that was, that was a, a long way of just, uh, I, we went on a couple tangents to just say, I know what I would say 75% of the people that I, uh, that I work with are, I mean, that I interview are usually in the same industry and that to go all the way back to, to the beginning of our conversation. Um, just like, so I completely feel you. I'm in, uh, the, the security industry. So I am, a, I've been completely reduced for, God near seven months uh, <laughs> for my hours and have you do like security at like bars and, and venues and that kind of thing. Yeah. So my boss cut, my boss kept me out of the venues for a while. Just like, and was like, Oh, we'll, we'll start. They, he always had me at the shows that I didn't want. It's cause, cause he didn't want me to get distracted. But uh, for the most part, it was like a lot of, raves clubs um mm. i was doing i was i was doing a a pizza place in uh a chill pizza place in uh seattle called mario's um but right now i'm were you doing security at the pizza place yeah we do door just do, do like we have just oh oh okay wait so 
dumb, dumb question. Where do you live? Seattle. Okay. All right. So I yeah. live in, oh, I live south of Seattle and this, the studio is in Tacoma. Um, so I, um, but I worked I in Seattle. It's a place like New Jersey pizza place. <laughs> I'm like, why, why would you need a security guard to, uh, have someone go in and get a slice? Um, I not thinking that it's a bar because yeah, Mario's pizza is, place and bar is very, very separate. In it's New a Jersey. pizza place and a bar. So it's like you yeah. hop in, it has there, you know, you got the window for the slice and then you come in and, uh, and sit down and it's usually on a, it's usually the place that everybody goes to because it's the cheapest place on the block, especially if it's not like, you know, the weekend, but like, how's I'm, the pizza? How's the pizza? Uh, yeah. doesn't sound very good. It's so you went, uh, I live in, so I have no real, so I'm vegan. I haven't had a slice. Uh, I've had, I've had the, there's plenty of vegan slices. They have a good vegan slice. Um, I'd have to ask someone who's not vegan and maybe who has been to the East coast more. Isn't there like, isn't there like a vegan strip club or something? Yes, that is in, um, and it's like the, it's supposed to be like the best vegan place. Yeah. It's in, it's in Portland. I, Portland. I haven't, I have, um, not gone. I've got, even though, I've gotten the oh, the okay from my partner um that I could go. I still have not I still have not gone, but I uh I'm I'm interested. I'm just, I'm just here for the Swedish meatballs, I swear. <laughs> like I just I just want the wings and the Swedish meatballs and I'm out. And I'm like I'm like if you if it's if it's really a big deal uh in which it isn't, I'm just like, dude, you can you can literally come with me. Come like like coming, we will, we will spend too much money on food and eat and eat a bunch of vegan food with with you know titties in the background. Uh, <laughs> and I and much respect because I know a lot of hardcore people who used to, who you know who have worked there whether they've done uh you know worked in the food or or not. So I haven't done I haven't been there there, but. Uh, I would say I would argue to say there might be more better vegan options in Portland than there is Seattle, but Seattle does have some sure. good has some uh, good shit. Uh, but to back to the like working, it's just yeah, door for bars, security for events. Uh, we have um, the Capitol Hill Block Party, which is um, like a mini Coachella, but they like they block out the whole. It's just the whole. Uh, block and they have uh, you know like run the jewels and stuff and bands like that um, come and play and it's it's pretty cool for the most part um, I think the craziest thing was when Lizzo played last year and oh no uh, and literally we could not there were it was oversold and people were like literally people broke accidentally were breaking windows because it was that full and people were just like just bumbling into each other. So it was like a accidental pit for Lizzo. Um, an indoor thing. It's a, no, it's an outdoor thing. So, but they were getting pushed up into the windows. Like they were getting pushed up to the other establishments because it's, it's like, you know, it's like a regular like bar crawl block where there's literally, it's, 
you know, it's bar, 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 restaurant, bar, you know, record, record store, bar, um, just all mushed in. And these things are get, uh, these people, usually you can just, you know, be on the street and be comfortable, but it was so packed. Like people were just literally like getting trampled on during, during Lizzo, which is, which was a, a it, I never would think um, a top forty pop artist would would have a more violent um, reaction than um, than any hardcore band or Cannibal Corpse. Where I've seen someone die d- during Cannibal Corpse, where there was multiple. We had like there was a couple people who got trampled and died during Lizzo. Wait, like for real? I'm not. I'm not joking. Oh, good God! And it's sad. And I and that and I'm not gonna major, but it. But to it, I'm. But it. But that shit happens. So well, it's it. It's funny because like the as I've gotten older, the and worked in venues. Uh, the, like I look at, I look at real venues differently. Um in terms of what they're doing to make sure that everybody is safe and like things are okay. And you know, whatever. Um, and like thinking about what the fucking capacity of this room is. And then like thinking like, okay, so how many people are actually in this fucking place? (laughs) Like when people wind up overselling a show, it's like, that's great. You made fucking more money, but like at what risk? It's really not fucking worth it. No, uh, we have a venue and yeah, we have a venue in Seattle that is somewhat like that. And like, it wasn't like that before, but they somehow figured about getting trampled. That's not, no. And (laughs) I think that's also just like, you don't know what's going to like, you don't you you keep what you like i think so we have a a venue um in seattle that it's obvious what type of bands play there and so mm-hmm. so you should be able to figure out how much you can get in and then but somewhere along the line of the last i will i'm going to say 8 8 to 10 years they started and it might be because of like just they need more money because rent and stuff is insane in our city um they started overselling the venues and it got real nasty and that's where like cannibal corpse someone died um got kid got trampled on unfortunately um and you i think nobody expected um I don't like to talk too much about pop music, but like Lizzo, I think when she was booked was not on, was not a top 40 artist and right. Then, and then probably blew up and then it was a whole fucking thing. Yes. And then it was, it turned into a whole thing. Um, yeah. so, so I think it's, that thing is like, what's not expected. Cause that hat that happens. You get a, you get any type of pop star. There's a, there's a chance like on your indie festival, there's a chance that they're going to blow up. And oh, it happens. With, it happens with country music all the fucking time too. Like that's a 
just a big genre right now where someone could be playing, you know, a 500 cap room one day and then next week they're doing fucking stadiums. It's just, it just works like that. If someone's a uh, single hits like the right fucking way, just. Yeah. And then it, and then it just like, and, but, but and, yeah, when you're in that situation where it's like, yeah, the single just blew up and we have them at our 500 cap venue tomorrow. And, and now there's 5,000 people trying to get into this fucking thing. And with a block party, you do, do have your security, but there's also, you could find a fucking way to get in. You could sneak through somebody's apartment. Oh, you, I had people like rush me to where there are people like would lie and say they're with this person and like really try to confuse you. And while you're thinking about what they're trying to say in process, they rush the door. And then if yeah. You know, it and it's and it's like shit shit like that happens all the time and so it's that's a hard that's a hard thing to do in uh just in in securing venues and a thing that uh I talk about pretty often as in the last six months is the first the first like six months of live shows. Um, when I, when the lockdown comes back and you're going to see a surge of just tickets, I think getting bought up left and right, at least when people get their finances back. Um, right. And then people, um, just like flooding hardcore shows too. I think I'm very interested sure. to see well, in, in the young kid that finds that, that started listening to punk and hardcore during the pandemic. And what the thing that I I think is really uh, good good right now is that you know a lot of hardcore shows, a lot of punk shows wind up happening in basements and VFW halls and places where like you're not actually supposed to do this. So like the show itself is operating illegally under normal circumstances, right? Yeah. So with that in mind, like you could theoretically do the exact same fucking thing right now. And you would not be breaking. You'd be breaking like only a couple more rules than you were before. You know, like we're talking about a, a whole genre of music that operates underground and operates exactly a lot of the time and the thing that i think is fucking fantastic is that nobody is having shows right now people are like trying to have fucking concerts they're trying to cram people in and they're trying to figure out like all right well you know in new jersey we can have you know x percent of our capacity like we should totally do shows we should have them like I don't necessarily think that's a good fucking idea. Yeah, and I agree, but that that also makes it easier, a much easier startup for DIY shows than um, you know, other shows at bigger venues cuz it's going to take a lot more time for routing as in a these punk these uh punk spaces are going to it'll be a lot lot easier and faster. I I think for some places, especially if it's already there and owned by punks more specifically like punk houses than venues. Yeah. My point is just that I think 
you know, for the most part, there's a few here and there. There's a few people that are like having some outdoor shows and around New Jersey and it seems okay. Again, I still don't think it's a great fucking idea, but no one's trying to cram, you know, 50 kids into a basement in New Brunswick right now because punks are fucking smarter than that. That's my whole point is just that kids that are into punk and hardcore are majority smarter than thinking that like, you know, fuck it. Let's just, you know, let's just have a show. Like, let's just do it. Like, no, don't just wait it out. And then it'll be a, a big fucking deal when it comes back. That's I promise. It, it's, it's the, it's the best we can do right now. And at least, at least there's still bands fucking doing the damn thing, recording, putting out tons of fucking records, having stuff you can per- download by um band the bandcamp fridays are are a godsend for for a lot of these bands um it helps a lot i try i try to participate in those as much as possible especially for the bands that uh that i talk to and hang out with on the show so i mean you do you gotta do what you gotta do um so let's let's go in um to a little bit of the band give us uh let's give us the rundown in the story just like uh you know how how'd your how did your group get together and when did your group get together 2016 we got together we'd like been around maybe like a couple years before that in like 2014 but it bad lineup bad time for like all of us and we just you know said fuck it we stopped doing the band in like 2014 it didn't fucking go anywhere we didn't give a shit other people didn't give a shit fucking shut it down done and then a couple years later uh my bass player edgar was like yo we should uh you know do that thing again and i'm like all right as long as it doesn't involve this person and this person then yeah no problem (laughs) and we were going to start another band and then we were like, yeah, let's just fucking keep the name. He was like, the name's good. We should just keep it. <laughs> like, all right, fine. So we kept that, put out a demo. And Anthony, who plays in Gel and Sick Shit, played drums for us on the demo. We had another guy play guitar. Then that dude had to leave. Um then we got another guitarist, bunch of lineup changes, put out a seven inch, put out an LP last year, and we're gonna do a seven inch hopefully sometime in the winter. Dope. Possibly multiple seven inches. Here just a just a stop to to acknowledge that Gel is one of the fucking coolest bands in hardcore in the last year. Gel's great. I love I love that band. Um come, come as a drink. Dude, for for fucking real though. I I I like I like seeing people's um reactions. I think my mom I had I my mom saw that and she she just had no no like she had no idea what how to respond. 
to the phrase come as a drink yes because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean i share artwork i buy shit from all the bit ba- from from gel and all the bands that uh you know play on this show but my mom will you know she'll go on the page to just to check check things out and see what i'm saying yeah. she don't she doesn't necessarily care she she likes that i that i do radio and podcasting on other formats and not she likes the stuff when i don't talk about music but uh or or come yeah but yeah that too um i i'm just imagining what a what a comedy show of me would be probably not not nothing that she would want to listen to either um but yeah she she'll go on there and she'll see the band the my dad will have a laugh at the band names and and look at some of the artwork and then and just be just like so confused and my parents my parents reaction she's like i just don't i have no comment <laughs> yeah but it's funny um yeah, we'll that at best parents just don't understand i mean am i right <laughs> i mean true will Smith. also the, uh, the thing about gel is like it's all real it's all real like being Bob Coe, who also plays bass in gel and is also in school drugs, plays guitar in school drugs. Um, it's all real. They're all that fucking ridiculous pretty much all the time. And it's like really hard to not get sucked into their like big chaotic energy when it happens. And it's a, and it's fun and it's a fucking blast, but it is. It, oh, it's, it's all real. They're all that ridiculous all the fucking time. Yeah, that's and I think that's just an, any band that ha, that has that you, I I would expect you to have some sort of fucking you know unhinged uh, style of personality uh, if you're in Gel or Gag or any of the or any of those type of bands. Uh, yeah, you like that? Like it's stick, supposed stick to. Shit used to stick shit used to they. It's the same fucking band. Six Shit and Gel are the same fucking band. They just Bobco plays bass instead of guitar in Gel, and plays guitar instead of bass in Six Shit. It's the same fucking band. So like we when we first started playing, we played like a lot of shows with Six Shit, and they would just spit on each other. Like in the middle of of playing, they would all just spit like huge sticky fucking globs of spit. And there was one show, Sammy spit on Bobco, and he was wearing, like, the ski mask. <laughs> and it, like, landed on his, like, forehead. And then for the rest of the set, I just watched the one fucking glob of spit roll further and further and further down the, the ski mask until it finally fell on the floor. Dude, after... Like, I stopped- I stopped watching the band and I was just watching this fucking glob. <laughs> it was it, fucking fascinating. It is. It's very fascinating when something is like, is so oddball that it takes your attention away from the fact that there's actually like music playing. It, it did. Yeah. It didn't matter. They, they could have been playing fucking anything. And I would, I would not have known. I would not have known the difference. I just knew that Bobco had spit rolling down the side of his face, and it was fucking hilarious. Um, the fucking just thinking about stuff like that after seven, 
seven months of a pandemic i'm i'm still you know thinking about germs and spitting i've i've gotten um resensitized to the to if i see that like no no that's fucking germs oh yeah i see like pictures of of kids at shows and like in pylons and i'm like oh my god you're all gonna get it we've gotten what are you doing how could we be so cavalier about it we've gotten so i've gotten really bad at it like anything is just like is like fucking germs i'm i've un I wasn't that much of a, I mean, I was clean, but not mu- as much of a germaphobe as I am, at least during this moment <laughs> in time. Yeah. So, I won't even put on a germs record. <laughs> I mean, you got, you do it. Do you, is, is that, is that the main reason or, <laughs> or, or no, the germs are fine. I like the germs. Who doesn't like the germs? No, I like, I like, I like, I like the, I I like the germs. I I mean, that's the one germ I will I will I will uh, still. <laughs> I think the first thing I watched was the um was the fucking movie was the the first out of the first week I I watched that fucking movie. Um, oh my god, that fucking movie. Um, so I I went to one of those shows. Like a showing of it, or no, 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 no. The Germs did a tour. Okay, they, they did. They did a tour, um, and they had, you know, Pat Smear, Don Bowles, and and Lorna Doom, and then Shane West, who most people probably remember from A Walk to Remember, and I think he was on ER or Grey's Anatomy or one of those shows. I'm pretty sure it was ER. Um. And they they played at Asbury Lanes. Wild. I mean, it was like, of course you book that. I mean, who the I'm going to see it. I want to see the fucking shit show for nothing else. And then, you know, that's for one. And then for two, like, eh, it's still the other three members of the Germs. That's kind of tight. It's it's and I'm and I'm 18, so I'm fucking just stoked about it. Yeah, why not? It's like. That's the cool at, at that age. That's the closest you're go, you're you're going to get until you uh you know maybe uh, unless there is a punk scene on the other side. Yeah, and then Lorna Doom gave me a germs burn, and it was tight. I'm da- I'm down. So still 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 can you you're it's still okay to consume germs um, records during this pandemic if anyone was um was scared. Um, you I'm surgeon, gi- no surgeon general warning needed. I'm giving you okay. I, I, I believe um, Doctor Fauci um, blasts quite a bit of quite a bit of germs at, at his house. Yeah, they had to they had to shoot down his request for Richie Dagger to be his walkout music. <laughs> Damn Fauci. <laughs> um. Anyways, so uh, moving on from that, just to get an idea, a better idea of just like New Jersey, because I know nothing except just the the music that um, your state and your area has produced. Um, from fine, the, fine music from the good from the from the punk to the more uh, metalcore aspect of. Um, of hardcore 
Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of good there's a lot of good shit. But what what dominates um, what sound dominates uh, your area in the last you know few years or year <laughs> leading up to the um, pandemic? Hmm. Out of out of just bands that that come that come out and play. We had like a you know we had a pretty good thing with like us and gel for a while there uh doing shows at a at a brewery in asbury um and there was like a a decent scene there and i'm sure it'll still be there when when things come back but uh i'm trying to think like you know yeah there was a lot there was a lot of good stuff like coming out of new brunswick for a little while there but the Brunswick's like weird these days. It, it seems like there aren't as many or there weren't as many kids like going to school there that were like into punk and hardcore, like more like indie and uh, kind of that vein, folky, like acoustic kind of stuff and not so much punk and hardcore, which is all well and good. Um, good for you. But <laughs> yeah, fucking good know, for you. Get, get out of um, here. <laughs> it's it's. Where I would say, you know, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, it's just how I'm glad you like it. Good for you. I see a lot of that there aren't like a bunch of you know college kids starting up new uh, basements that we can do stuff in. If I go on, if I my uh, you know my lens into the youth these days is is TikTok, and if I go on TikTok and type in punk, um, the the things that dominate it is folk punk. So that's like literally anyone who's the age of let between like 16 and, and 22. It's, it's, it's folk. I don't folk punk. And I don't know what like, yeah, I don't know what like kids consider to be folk punk these days either. Cause anytime I see someone that's like talking about folk punk, I'm like, you look like you have money. I, it's Cause the whole, the whole point of folk punk used to be to look like you didn't have money but you know, your parents are secretly paying your cell phone bill it's the it's the it's the modern so they use it in in the in the loose terms it's not so folk, like, folk, who's folk, the biggest folk punk band right now people consider front bottoms fun, uh folk punk oh i'm glad they like it <laughs> I like how that's we I like them. how we came full circle back to that. Um, I'm, so that's, I'm that's great for them. Good for them. Good job. <laughs> good job. I'm, I try. I try my best to connect to the youth. Well, if you got a hardcore on there, like you type in hardcore, um, it's it's uh, people like girls making fun of shitty hardcore dudes and knocked loose. So. Got it. It's so that's 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 so far what I've got from the from from what I thought was a a lens into uh, what people you know five what the kids t- are five doing, ten um, years five ten years they, younger than me um, do, but maybe they're just fucking with me. I don't know. Maybe it's all. <laughs> maybe like it's they're all, all it's an elaborate rude. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> these guys actually think we like this shit. Honestly, there's so much satire. I can't on online these days. I can't tell 
who's who's fucking playing 4D chess with me. Like so, yeah. sometimes I'm like when I see something whether it's political or musical or just any topic, I have to stop and be like is this for fucking real cuz I know I'm I can be a fucking shitbird and and be and be dumb with people, but sometimes when people add on to my satire or sarcasm, I have to be like, is this real? Is this a fucking Russian bot? Is this like, right. <laughs> is it, are, are they just, are they fucking with me in the same way? Uh, am I fucking with them? Or I'm like, so it's like, there's that, there's that meme that, that everyone does now where it's the, the, you know, girl, with like the the grandma and it's like you know back in my day afi was a hardcore band like sure they were grandma it's like i thought about that the other day where i was like back in my day against me was a folk punk band like sure they were grandma dude they they and i'm like and that shit sucked back then too oh no for for fucking (laughs) for fucking real it's a it's a can it's a confusing uh thing because there is like still a lane of like when people show good punk bands there there's people still like kids like about it um it's just i don't we've i can't tell who who's real these days though just because right. we don't get to right now in the last 6 7 months we haven't got to see anybody so so me staring yeah. at a screen trying to figure out is this is this motherfucker uh faking it um it's making me go crazy. Right. Are you guys all actually into Billie Eilish? Because I am. And I need to know if you're fucking with me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't tell you. I can't. <laughs> I can't tell you all the things I love about Billie Eilish's music until I can know for real that you're down. And then we can. Then, then now we can can fucking fa- fangirl and be like, I don't know. What do they call is there is there a name for for Billie Eilish fans? Like there is oh, for, like like uh, like Lady Gaga has like little monsters or or whatever. Taylor T like Swift got the Swifties, or oh. I think I think I'm not. I, I mean, <laughs> I, that sounds just lame enough to be true. I I can't be a hundred percent for sure. I would have to ask. Yeah, that, that's 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 corny enough to be to be real. I would have to ask my kid or my girlfriend. Um, but it's 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 very it it's not far off. Uh, I don't know. We I'm, have the internet, dude. I'm I don't even know. There's sometimes there's some things I just I'm gonna stay ignorant. I'm gonna this. I'm I'm okay with being ignorant and not knowing. I I gotta get to this point where like there's some things that are just fucking not worth knowing. Uh, <laughs> well, you're, you're about to know. Oh no. <laughs> um, Billy Eilish fans used to be called avocados. The fuck? <laughs> Cause I guess her Instagram name was where are the avocados? What? Oh yeah. Well, it was the avocados, but now she's changed her Instagram name from where are the avocados? Uh, the fans want the eyelashes or pirates. So, there you go. Deep fucking sigh. <laughs> I I mean, I don't know if I would say that I'm an avocado. I really, really loved that LP. Um, I don't. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't. I want. I'm. I reserve my for my opinion because I don't know if you're fucking with me. I am one. I am not fucking you with you. I bought the vinyl. I bought the like exclusive glow in the dark vinyl because they had it, and I was in Target. <laughs> okay, here's my here's my a hundred percent opinion. I'm glad that m- there are there is some palpable pop music out there that's not it. Like I remember turning like my early twenties and all it was like, cause I'm 31. So when I beat my late teens into the twenties was all this really bad fist pump poppy EDM bullshit. So mm-hmm. like the fact that there are some stuff that's like in my mind, not, not that bad in like indie pop is kind of seeping in. I'd rather have that be some of, uh, my kids' first records than some stuff that I, that was playing even ten years ago. So I'm I'm I don't hate it, but I just I just don't I don't have the energy be for for I don't have the energy for that and for for fans for pop fans acting edgy just like how edgy there was edgy like pop punk fans when like Fallout Boy and um and my chem and stuff like that came out and there's like pseudo trying to be edgy fans that listen to pop music and it, it's weird i'm not i'm i just don't i don't have the energy for that um what am i what am i uh so what am i moving on to um so did you're we, moving on that you're gonna give the Billy Eilish record. Where do we go when we fall asleep? A chance. That's what you're gonna do. Fine, I'll fucking I'll fucking do it. I, Give it a chance. Uh, James, Act, like take. You gotta take. You gotta listen to it objectively. You gotta take away like all of the other shit and just go like, is this good music? Like, is this a well thought out, cohesive record? And I would probably have to say it probably is. Um, I would. I can. I'll give it. I'll give it a shot. Because uh, like. I'll say this. I'll say that about the uh, Lizzo record. Good songs, not a good record. The songs just don't flow into each other. They're not. It sounds like a greatest hits record. I could see that. I'd have to. I'd have but to. The songs g- themselves, like individually, like they're good singles. They're cool, and it's a cool sound. But as an LP, it's like for me, it, an LP has to be cohesive. It's got to be a whole thing. Other like. Or it has to at least flow. Yeah, no, and I pick your king has like is like the model for uh, sequencing. It's perfect. Every song fucking flows into every song perfectly. Uh, Start today is the same way. Uh, I'm glad. Nerve agent days of the white owl. Fucking perfect sequencing. Perfect flow. I'm glad you're bringing it. You're you're. That was that was a great transition. I like how we how how you reined it back into what we you know the main content there. Um, so I appreciate I appreciate that, and I definitely agree. Um, pick your king. Well, it's, start to start today. Just like those are those are records where it was. Those are game changing records of you know, listening back to forth where I just like, sometimes I would, you know, go and listen, listen to like one, when I started, you know, there's so many bands you would, 
you would go and listen to what to one band go you know you go to go to minor threat listen to one song go to um when i was trying to absorb everything go to earth crisis listen to firestorm go to bane go go here there and go over the map without listening to all the cohesive records and then some but like stuff like start today like was like okay i'm not i'm not i'm not skipping just yet i gotta i gotta i gotta listen through this yeah every song is worth listening to and every song gets you ready for the next song and i i said pick your king before but i meant feel the darkness unless i said feel the darkness you didn't say feel the darkness but i like pick your king that, too that's but pick your king is like the model for like a straightforward 80s fucking fucking fuck 80s any hardcore seven inch it's just fucking straight ahead gets to the goddamn point get in get out you're done i love the i love the get in get out philosophy and that's 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 what hardcore is supposed to be and that's what i love like the trends of like of like of your band and gel and other bands like that who don't fucking linger if you're in a if you're in a punk band don't fucking linger especially if you're in a mosh band don't fucking linger right. be fast well, punch me in the fucking face hit the mosh part <laughs> and get the fuck out well that's that's where i feel that like the hardcore lp comes in though because yeah. like when you're doing the seven inch like get in get out done easy quick when you get to the lp for me it's like all right so like what do you got yeah you can linger i think how that's- are you gonna fuck it? how are you gonna keep me here like what are you gonna do to make sure that I listen to this whole fucking thing. Because you might have, you know, fucking 15 songs and it's only 12 minutes long. But you got to keep me. You got to keep me interested. You got to keep me there. Like, I want to go, go on a ride, but it needs to be a good one. So I'll go with it. Yeah. So I, I want to... We'll, I want to do one non-punk topic and then we'll go off the, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll finish it with another, with talking about just like, um, eighties punk and hardcore since that's your, that's your fucking thing. And that's the, that's the, that's, that's the sound. But, um, are you familiar with the, with the, uh, with the dude, um, with the, with the cranberry, um, that escape that skateboarding with the uh, with the uh, uh, yes. Fleetwood Mac and yeah the dreams thing yeah the dreams guy who got ocean spray literally gave him a brand new fucking car I did not know that but they donated they gave him a car free of charge literally for that video and he's literally like he is the spokesperson for fucking Fleetwood Mac now and is like he a good guy. Dude, he's the best. He's just this well, wor- working working dad from Idaho um who just just fucking chi- just fucking chills. He he does TikToks from it. he's a forklift driver. He's just he's just a regular oh, okay. like he's well, a I was going to say I was, gonna, I was guy. hoping that they were gonna, I was hoping that they were going to drop off a pallet, like a full fucking pallet of ocean spray juice to his house and then he was there's gonna be like that's a really good idea in theory but now i have to move all this fucking cranberry juice into my house and how am i gonna drink all this cranberry juice before it goes bad but i guess the guy's a forklift driver he just fucking wheel it in himself right yeah no just like the vibe of him like 
literally going off an off a random like uh off ramp drinking that it's just like that's the bet like in just that story of all with all the shit that's happened in, in 2020 those are those, those are probably one of the best vibes that i've seen put out this year it seems chill it seems like like you know like hang out yeah it's just dude the judge just just fucking vibes and that's like hopefully where seems i see like, myself like, in 10 years seems like the kind of dude that would like pull out a joint and then like would ask you if you wanted something, you'd be like, nah, like I don't I don't smoke. And he'd be like, that's cool. Yeah. I mean and, that and would wouldn't, wouldn't give you shit about it. And you guys could still hang out. Yeah, just like he's yeah, no, I've I've seen his live streams and stuff. He's just literally just like the most genuine dude, just like having conversations, just like fucking literally just like a really humble, like the type of person it's it's the vibe we needed in 2020 and that's that and i carry that positive vibe through the rest of this year no matter fucking what um because I'm just with it's the guy fucking it's a it's a fucking just shit show of a year um and the only thing that keeps me that keeps me sane is good people and fucking good music so what what would you say we talked a little bit about uh you know we talked about those um bands music your music is directly um kind of influenced by uh 80s punk and hardcore and it's it's fucking it's fucking great the record's been out for um pretty much one year one year yeah it came out it came out september 13th of last year um and you're gonna plan correct to uh you you stated they're gonna record some stuff um more than likely if everything goes well for the end of next year correct yeah we're probably gonna do uh seven inch hopefully out like winter so not like probably not december but maybe february maybe january no when it gets cold when it's cold it'll be cold out and then we'll put out a record was it was it rough like um did you was there more plans for uh for modern medicine did you have more you had more more than likely you had more plans to play w- more shows than you uh oh yeah we had a fucking to. tour planned and then and then like the week before our tour was going to start it was like we're like in the group chat like joking about all this fucking shit we're in the group chat like you know just talking shit to each other and and being like you know no big deal it's gonna fucking pass it's not like it's not like they're gonna shut the whole fucking country down (laughs) (laughs) while you start fucking crying (laughs) and so you know and then it was like fucking that was a week before and i remember chris was like getting chris our drummer was getting at me on like you know personal text being like dude the rest of the country is f- fucking stupid and we're stupid. <laughs> like this is not going to be okay. Like this is not going to go well. And no, and I'm, and I'm not. like, don't worry about it. Like, it's going to be fine. Like we'll fucking cancel if we have to fucking cancel. And then it was like, you know, the next day was like, boop, 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 boop. All these fucking shows canceled. And then we were like, okay, fine. We'll just do, you know, out to fucking 
Indiana, we were going to play uh, at uh, Gray's house from uh, from Demo Listen, and then it was like, you know, it was like, dude, like, do you still want to do this? And it was like, if you guys want to coming out here, like, yeah, like, well, we're going to do it. And then shows fell apart in between those things. Then it was like, what are we going to fucking drive all the way out there for just the one thing? And then it was like, yes, we're dumb enough to do that. And then we'll tie it back in on like the fucking like Southern shows. And then those, it it just, it just fucking dominoed and fell in on itself until it was going to be, you know, we were going to do like two shows on the weekend and and make a weekend out of it. But then that all fell apart because everything got locked down. But yeah, we were going to fucking tour. We were going to do more tours after that. We had, all kinds of fucking plans and it just went dude same like this the um we we bought a new fucking a new used van just for tour like the old van crapped out we had to uh get it scrapped it crapped and scrapped um and then we you know saved up we had like saved up all of our band money to do something like that so we you know bought a new used van that a friend was selling and got that all fucking fixed up, put new tires on it, got it all fucking checked out oil change, all that shit breaks the whole fucking nine. And then thing had a VCR in it. I was going to fix the VCR. We were going to bring, we were all going to bring fucking Nintendo switches and play them on the road. I was going to finish Octopath Traveler at some point on the drive <laughs> and I still haven't fucking finished it. Dude. Yeah, no, it's, I could keep talking in this tone of voice and tell you just about anything. And yeah. it's going to seem like it was a big fucking deal. Dude, it sucks. The only thing that the only thing that I would say is it's, uh, it's gotten me like halfway. Like, off my ass to want like i've i've talked with i've been like totally unmotivated over the years to like like i haven't done i haven't played in like a few years and mm-hmm. and i'm just like i was i've been almost halfway motivated because people are like the the good musicians are ho- are like actually home and like not touring and doing stuff so i was like i'm like that's the only good thing is like I'm I was that much closer to to actually getting off my ass and and making some music but nah I'm I was like but like I would but like it's still time there's always time Oh no there's always time I'm just like god I'm I'm just like at this age I'm 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 I mean it's you're never too old but I've just been like I did it straight for like 10 years and doing the thing and I'm just like I w- it's like I want to because when I hear you talking about touring, I'm like, I want to, but I also don't want to. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I, it's like, like I like being home in my apartment. I do want, I do want to go sit in a van, but I also don't want to get myself cramped in a van. But so it's like, what was what was your band? Um, I was in a band, um, called Cold Truth out of the Pacific Northwest. Is like a New York yeah. style hardcore band. We played for, we played for. A while. I also 
helped out with like safe and sound and shit like that. Um, so, oh, true. so just like those, those friends and doing that shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I feel, I just like, God, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more thinking like, God, if I, if I don't do it after, if I don't try to do something after this pandemic, I'm fucking stupid. I need to, I, I like, life's too goddamn short. I don't know when the next one of these fuckers are going to try to come around and, and ruin my life. Yeah. Like I started getting into skating again because I was like, eh, who gives a shit? If I get hurt, fuck, does it matter? I'm not working anyway. Dude, feel, I feel that. That's a, I've, I can't, I can't skate to fucking save my life. It's just, it's even, even at any age, at any age, I just, I'm just not, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to do it as much as the, that's the only reason I, you know, it was like, man, I wish I could skate so I could recreate the fucking, um, the cran, the cranberry juice Fleetwood (laughs) Mac guy. That's like, that's about, that's about as much as I would, I would want to skate. I just want to be able to. To to skate on the freeway with with some ocean spray in my hand, chill chilling out to dreams. Then I yeah. can I can live with that vibe. Um, but yeah, on on that note, that's all I gotta fucking say. I mean, that's I feel I feel like a that's an that's enough for an hour's worth of content. Um, any last? Yeah, it's been about a fucking hour. Damn. So, any last things you would want to um, talk about as far as uh, is just far as hardcore punk and your band? Uh, I've been asking people this question. Um, what are your top three Rev records? My top three Rev records. That's a. It's a very telling question about about somebody. Go go with yours. I, I I can't. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta think. That's there's so many. There are, and and there's there's a lot of different like types too. There's a lot. There like you can go like the '80s hardcore route. Then there's the like '90s kind of almost experimental pop punky like thing that they did for a second and like the kind of like alternative indie ish like 90s thing yeah um if i'm if i'm gonna if i'm gonna go i'm 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 using the cheat sheet to just like to go through all the all just to because i i gotta i gotta think because they're like you you say rev and you're like i'm like you mean you mean hardcore What's your favorite hardcore band? Right. <laughs> like, like that's like, that's like, that's a, you basically just asked what my favorite hardcore bands of all time. Uh, you got, you gotta go, you gotta go. I'm, I'm trying to, and it, and there's all the, there's all these, um, different, different bands. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to cite one that wasn't on, a record a specific record but obviously obviously you gotta go my with two no spiritual surrender start today um are so that's so those are my two it's it's the third one that's the that's the that's the that's the te- 
That's the telling? That's the tell, the third one. Fuck. I'm... That's a hard... It's a... That's... I know, because you're a New York hardcore guy, too, so you could go, you know, you could go Sick of It All 7-inch, you could go Warzone 7-inch. See, I could do... And that's the thing. I'm I'm not... I'm not... I'm not all in on Sick of It All. I'm not all in on Judge. I'm not all in. I don't I'm hate not these bands. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not all in on Chain of Strength. I don't hate these bands by any. I'm not any in on Chain of Strength. <laughs> that's then. That's what, did you say? You're not any on Judge. I'm not any in on Judge or Chain of Strength. Okay, I'm not any in. I'm more in on Judge and Chain of Strength than I am on Sick of It All. I just. I just have very very like little taste for like 99% of youth crew hardcore. I just can't do, I just, I, th- I mean, I, I like cool scratch. I like the scratch the surface. I like, um, I like what's, I always forget the, what's the, what's the, what's the song with all the, um, with all the hardcore moves, uh, with the, with the, um, Oh, they had the music video where they showed like, yeah, I always forget that because literally that's that's what I that's what I like from that band, but I'm but that's, that's step down is that Yeah, the... step down. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm saved it. So God, I'm trying I'm I'm trying to think. Like the third one is the most is that's an that's an important that's an important one. So yep. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. I could, I, there's a couple capo routes that I could go on this. And, and I, do you, if I went a capo route, would you, would you think I'm, would you think I'm sus? If you went a capo route, I would just really hope that you are going for the, uh, the fucking Ray and, uh, Porcel? <laughs> Porcel record. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the best, it's the best thing they ever did. Is that your honest opinion? No cap. No, none of it. <laughs> Zero. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> okay. I. It's a, sorry. I, I had to. I had. I had to feel you out for a minute. Oh yeah. No. I don't. I don't. I, I don't care. You don't. don't care. You don't care. Okay. So there's no. I you, like. I think sh- I like Shelter more because I think that they're interesting, and they have like some interesting stuff, and they have like interesting parts. But I. I, I don't really. I mean, they're secretly they're they're basically a like a rap rock band. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, yeah. There's rap, there's rapping, and there's rock, and they do both of those things. <laughs> so, at they're this, like a hard limp biscuit. At this time, I gotta go Warzone for the third. I that that's my that's my final LP. Yeah, don't forget, don't forget the struggle. Did that co- was that an actual rev release though? Was it an? Is it not a rev release? I think it might have been one of those weird ones that was like also on Victory. That was also on. Like, yeah, like it was like re-released, but I'll count it. That's fine. I'll count it. I'm. I didn't add stipulations, so if you want to add stipulations and say stipulate, you, know, you could ask. You could ask that question in so many ways. You could say like only, you know, like numbered rev records, only, you know, original releases. Or you could go the way that I'd prefer to go, which is just if they ever fucking put it out. 
on Rev. That's I'm I can li- I can live if with that. Ever carry star. That's it counts. Um, you know what? The they they did lower East Side Crew. I'll do seven inch. I'll go seven inch to be safe because I know that had to be what that had to be on that and because the rest of the rest of Shelter was on was on Equal Vision. And yeah, let's do. I'm. I'll. I'll do wards. Uh, war lower. Z, lower East Side, crew seven inch. I'm. I'm. That'll be my lock in. And that's what. Oh I'm wait! Saying. No! Holy no! Crap. No! No! I take uh, back! Uh, I take it back! Oh no! Break down the walls! Break down the You're walls! Hundred percent. Right? You're going Bre- full on shades apart. Yeah. Break. Break down the walls. Break down the walls. That's. I'm, that. That's it. We're done. So right. start today. Break down the walls. Uh, no spiritual surrender. So, what's your third? Days of the White Owl. Oh, okay. Gotta be. I'm. I'm looking at. <laughs> what if I just went for the Ray and Purcell? <laughs> totally fine. I, I almost bought that seven inch. I mean, I have the egg hunt seven inch. Why not? It's basically just like Rev's egg hunt. <laughs> Fuck, I'm I'm just I'm just looking. There's so there's so many routes, but I think those those have to be like as far as like formative records. I'm I would I'm I have I have to I have to say, oh, I didn't realize people of the people of the sun was released th- like at least like somewhat through Rev. I didn't realize that. Hmm. That's an interesting. That's an interesting thing I did not know. The thing about like start today too is we did a um, Gorilla Biscuits cover set like a year or two ago for uh, like some benefit like show or or, or whatever it was, uh, and we had to learn all these fucking Gorilla Biscuits songs because we did Gorilla Biscuits and we're like trying to like listen and like there's not, a, there's not really like tabs or anything for them on the internet. So we have to learn it by ear. And like every fucking person in the, in the room has like a different opinion on how the part is played on mm-hmm. every fucking song on the thing. And it's like, like we have to keep like stopping and listening and trying to fucking pan the, pan the album to like the left and the right to just hear like, you know, the fucking Walter part and then pan it over and be like, no, like that's that part's the bass. No, it's not as the fucking, you know, second guitar. Like, there's so much shit going on in that record. It is so much more technical and complicated. And not that being technical and complicated makes anything inherently good, but that, like, it's a record that you could listen to on the surface and just be like, yup, good fucking, like, hardcore mosh parts, chanting, fucking throw your pointer finger in the air and you know, yell words at a guy standing on stage. Or you could also like actually like dig into the fucking thing and like listen real deep and like listen to like every little part that's being played. And there's so many fucking things and there's like so many, it's almost like there's like Easter eggs hidden in there that you're like, I never realized that he plays, you know, that thing. I never realized that the bass is doing that all completely underrated musicians. So if I have to go for if I had to pick a fourth, I'm going, I'm, 
I would have to go Mob Justice because that's one of my still one of my Ooh. favorite things in the last ten years. That is a good one. So if I if I'm going if I'm going if I go to a four, um, I'm I'm doing I'm I'm doing the Mob Justice. I do like that record a lot. Like it's it's so it's so fucking good. I'm trying to think. So there's a song on that record that's that's also on one of the um demos that they like where i've argued the demo version is much better and i'm trying to and i'm trying to think of what that is um i think it was i think it was boot party that there's the demo version of boot party where people say they prefer that but it has this but at the end of boot party it has that fucking the and it doesn't have yeah. it in the demo so that the lead for me takes takes the fucking takes the fucking cake it's a it's a it's a catchy it's a little corny but i love that i loved i love that little lead and it's not in the it's not in the demo version so that's that's my that's my take and my opinion but like yeah mob if there's a four mob justice is on it oh fast break is that fast break record's good too. oh though. fuck see that you you like i said <laughs> it's it's like asking about heart do you like hardcore <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what what's your favorite what's your favorite three rev records? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Yeah, there, it, there's so many different ways that you could you could go with it too. And like I said, it's it's a thing where you could you know, you could pull out some like borderline like metalcore type shit. You could pull out you know, fucking fast break again. You could you could pull out shades apart if you wanted to if you want to be real fucking wacky you could go like i don't know sieve set your goals eh. yeah that record's fun it, yeah no i can it's i can fun you know it's fun oh fuck underdog demos is up there too. yeah i was that i i i perused over that too underdog uh underdog demos i was like i was like do i I could um, I could go I, I could go underdog demos over over Warzone seven inch maybe I could oh, I, I could go I could maybe go underdog demos over Inside Out I can't for me personally there's but just, it's also from New Jersey so that's that's fair uh, that see I just there's something about that. That's another just that's a formative record of just like this is what I this is what I thought of what what a hardcore record or at least a 90s hardcore record should sound like in my mind when I heard it. It's a record for sure. And I just love I just love the when I was uh when I started listening to to records like stuff like I loved being introduced to these one-offs like inside out and project X and stuff like that. And just been like, I just, that's, I have, you know, five minutes, five minutes from, you know, I go from here. I can listen to these records from here to the mailbox and back and I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So um, another, another good one to do this with is, is discord. And you get the same kind of thing of like, I'm not even going there. I'd have to do a a deep. There's so much. There's so much fuckery. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's it's just another one where you go like, 
oh man, there's like late '80s Discord. There's like Beef 90s. Eater times three. Right <laughs> there, you go. That's the <laughs> if you want my answer. There, there it is. <laughs> yeah, like I'm going fucking lungfish all the way. <laughs> on some, oh, on some real Patrick Kinlan shit. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one. Uh, I was just like, that was. I think that might have been one episode of. Axe to grind where it's just like I think I got I I, I got a I'm that was a that was a skip. I'm very up big up to all they do for the hardcore podcast and radio community, but I was like, I don't want to hear an hour of about lungfish. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh I'm I'm going like one song off of Rights of the Rights of Spring record. <laughs> just on repeat i can do i can oh i can vibe with that like like the first song is it the first song on the fucking rights of spring record i remember buying that because i thought that it was like supposed to be really good because there's the fuck is the one song am i thinking of rights of spring it's it's i woke up this morning with a piece of glass stuck in my throat where the fucking thing is that the right spring record i'm i'm gonna be honest i've i've listened to that shit late at night and i'm 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 i've scratched the surface of rites of spring and i can just tell you what it's i can only tell you what it sounds like um sonically i just i can't i can't tell you anything about the lyrical content uh it's yeah i don't know it's I don't some, know what the fuck it, about. it's one of those things where I'm like I'll listen to it and I'm like this ain't this ain't bad and then that's that's about it and that's what you can say about a lot of ups and downs of the of the Discord um catalog. I know Oh, there. I know a lot of people I don't is there a I swear there's so many people who said they were going to do a Discord podcast or Discord episodes but I feel like no one's ever uh, like really followed through with it. If there is, I'm I just haven't looked for it because it's not that's not the style of podcast I'm I'm looking for when I'm listening when I'm for my work drives. Who's got the Discord? Discord started a Discord just about Discord. Is there uh, really? The song I was thinking of, huh? Is there really a Discord? Discord? Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah, I mean for the, for the fucking alliteration alone you got it but yeah. the song that i was thinking was for want of off of the rights of spring record um i wanted the rest of the record to sound like that one song and it doesn't i'll have to <laughs> i'll have to re-listen to it that song's fucking great that song fucking rips and then the rest of it's like i remember just being disappointed but this was also years ago my tastes have changed i suppose i could try it again I'm I'm gonna try it again. It's been it's been like a few months where I've like I was like this is pretty good, and then it kind of just starts to it's. I know there was been there were parts where it drones on, where I'm yeah. like, but like, I remember, right there. I remember not hating. I remember not hating it though. Um, like I get it. You guys went to college. Great. Good for you. <laughs> Fucking assholes. 
damn it fucking rub it in our faces um any any other any other topics before we go uh go our separate ways anything else anything else you want to anything else you want to say just three top three flavors of oreos no fuck that top three thicknesses favorite thicknesses of oreos thicknesses oh so i I gotta think about what do we what do we even got at this it's what's the what's the thickest uh they have one that's like like you know egregious amount of stuff there's one that's like you know cumbersome amount of stuff i don't i don't fuck with thins i'm not gonna i won't do any fucking thins so so obviously i love i love double stuffed thins are good if you're a cookie guy over cream guy i'm a i'm a cream guy i gotta get that's why i don't like the thins i like the thins though The, the mint thins are fucking tight so so what's so how many levels does it go over double stuffed uh you get well there's like there's, there's like mega a, stuffed know, i was gonna say in 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 order of thickness you got the thins you got the regular oreo there's double stuff is, is there like an extra stuff there's I'm, one called like all of the stuff i want one i would i'd take one that's like that's like a th- that's like I don't know four double st- four mega stuffed. If they if they had it, I would I would take four megas and just like seriously the basically you so much so much cream you don't see the cookie. I would the 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 correct answer is fucking all of them, <laughs> all of them now. Give me uh, give right, me the, a whole pack are- and and just. So if if we're just gonna go on mega, I'll do it. Would be mega stuff, double stuff, regular stuff. So one, two, three. So mega stuff Fair. at the top. That is that is what it is. By the way, there's uh there's the mega stuff, the double stuff, the original, and the thin. Fuck the thin. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> I won't. I, I won't. To- I won't tolerate that. That small dick I energy. Think, they, they need to get to a point now where it's it's like. It's like music where it's like uh, it's like forte and then there's like double forte and triple forte and it's just represented by an F. It's just how many Fs there are. That's how many fucking that's how thick the stuff is. So you got like, you know, Oreo with regular stuff. Then you have the Oreo with a lot of stuff. Then you have the Oreo with a shit ton of stuff. And then there's one that's just a bag and it's just called stuff. I'm, I'm looking fucking, to see. What the biggest stuff? Oh, they had one that was most stuff. <laughs> okay, most stuff goes at the fucking top. If you look at a picture of most stuff, it's insane. Like stuff, most boring. stuff. It's it's stuff with one one with one F. They didn't have room to to put that Oreo the two Fs. Me feel weird about stuff. Dude, it's so much stuff. I'm fuck. Why'd they do that? This is a time in these unprecedented times when we need Oreo most stuff the most. It fucking discontinued and abandoned us all. I'm there's there's something that you need to see on on Google though. Oh god, um, are you on Google? 
I'm I am on Google. I'm searching Google on my phone. And listeners at home, you can you can discover along with us. You can come on this journey with us. Oh God! So you're gonna go to you're gonna go to Google and just search most stuff Oreo with two F's because I spelled it incorrectly. Yes. Okay. Now go to images. Okay, images. Do you see like where it says ads? Yes. Do you see the second fucking picture and it says free Chris? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's on Etsy. It's an Etsy item. It's something that someone is selling. You can buy this for twenty fucking dollars. <laughs> what the what fuck, fuck is that's the most unappetizing looking thing I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. It's like it's like day glow vomit. It's a vomit. It's it's fucking cookie dough vomit. With I see some possibly some gummy bears, maybe some gummy worms. Looks like possibly maybe a fucking Reese's pieces slammed in there. That is vile. That is some grandma shit. What the fuck? Well, uh, apparently Birdman Dan purchased it a month ago and gave it a five star review. Uh, what, what did he say? What did what did what did Birdman Dan say about this fruity fucking crisp? He didn't say anything. He just he just also purchased cookie butter. So okay. Birdman Dan is also uh, a cookie man. Okay, so we got but some we got some reviews on this. So Montres Jill says on May twenty second, twenty twenty, Jill said they were yummy and decident. <laughs> just wish they could possibly be packaged differently, where the plastic doesn't take all the marshmallows off. Okay, so we got so somebody said very delicious. You get a lot, and they're huge. Correction, they, they, what they actually said was, very delicious, <laughs> you got a lot, and they're huge. My bad. Absolutely, best, best and a hit for our family gathering. Vomit? Are you fucking kidding me? Apparently it's a confetti cookie with fruity pebbles and white chocolate chips. So um, is this the quality of stuff that, the, so if, so if you cook shit and it looks like shit, and you're trying to become a baker is like, wow, that, that, that'll, this is just fucking an eyesore, but it's going to be a fucking hit on Etsy. I mean, yo, it could be, it could be fucking great. I mean, we could be, we could be shit talking greatness here. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many you get that it costs 20 fucking dollars. <laughs> you, is it a, is it like, it's not a drug thing, right? Like, it's not like a weed thing. I don't know. I'm just like, my my thing is just like, oh, so well, you can make a pretty decent recipe for a cookie, but you can't, you know, do what normal people do and you know flatten it out, put it into a circle. It has to be a glob. So, yeah, that'll go. Etsy, Etsy's where you want it. Etsy's where you want to market this. Your fucking cookie glob. Yeah, I mean, production value here is just. <laughs> non-existent like <laughs> like you're trying to you're trying to sell this thing for twenty dollars so we, we we have what we're assuming is a premium product and the best you could do was placing it haphazardly on a <laughs> paper towel <laughs> oh, like yeah, it's, on, it's not even on like a cookie sheet it's on a phone. no you couldn't get like some fucking cellophane and like you know, a little ribbon maybe you maybe you fucking you know rub the ribbon across a uh an open pair of scissors. So it gets that really cute curly thing going on. Oh my God. And I'm just like, it might, I just imagine it's just a fucking like, like my kitchen 
like a small apartment kitchen, just like fucking with like very low resources, probably a messy apartment in having all these fucking cookie crisps, fruity crisps with just, just like, this is how they're packaging them. They just have, it's just paper towel, cookie glob, paper towel, cookie glob. Apparently we're the dumb ones because nine people have this in their carts right fucking now. (laughs) Can we make this vegan though? (laughs) Ooh, that's a good question. I should be like, I would try vegan options, please. They do have white chocolate chips, which aren't, Oh, they probably still have milk in them. Don't they? Yeah. That that would be a dark chocolate. Sometimes some dark dark chocolate would, but like it, we don't even know what's in this. They don't, the other items on her store don't look nearly as egregious. One looks like a peanut butter and jelly turd. One of them is called chocolate lovers trash. (laughs) Okay. So look and it go find it. It looks like, you tell me what it looks like. Fuck. I'm God. I wish this is where we, this is where I'm like, I need a fucking camera so we can do some fucking, (laughs) some fucking Joe Rogan shit and be like, yo, put that, yo, put that fucking cookie glob up. Uh, these other items seem to like, people don't seem to have the other items in their cart. People are fucking loving. So, (laughs) so if it looks like a normal piece of food, that's not fucking, that's not fucking (laughs) working. But if you, did you get get the chocolate lovers trash yet? Um, let me, so I got the edible cookie dough, um, tea, lemon cookies and cream Snickers. I don't see the trash. Oh, you'll see it. Uh, let me see the team lemon. Go down s'mores, carrot cake. Next one. Tea lemon, s'mores, carrot one? cake. Okay, so we got we got an actual fucking turd with <laughs> with with what looks like some sort of M M&M M thing. Go- it's <laughs> oh, that looks like. That looks like children's feces after Halloween night. That's what I'm saying. Like prop, <laughs> props to the oat. If you put any of these items in front of me, I will eat them. I will. I'll fucking, I will eat them. I promise. I'll eat the fucking uh, chocolate lovers shit cake. I'll eat it. It's fine. Are these the people that fail like the baking competitions on, on fucking Food Network? Like get get to the part where you have to go into presentation and it just falls apart. <laughs> this is <laughs> these are the people that are oh, wow. This is this is insane. This is so they probably like were in like a in a disaster kitchen style situation where they just like they literally cook like they maybe they do they cook these things like they're on a cooking competition and they just like everything fucking goes wrong and this is what this is what comes out. That's what it the looks thing, like. The thing that I'm I'm stuck on is the price too. Like, I, I apparently I know nothing of the world of Etsy baked goods. I didn't even know that you could buy food on Etsy. I don't. I think, had no idea. My question is: Should you buy food on Etsy? I mean, there's like some guy on here is selling Canadian chips, which 
you know, if we can't get all dressed chips in in New Jersey anymore, then you got to get them somewhere. Dude, fuck. Um, I'm so pissed about that. You can't get them. I don't think you can get them in the lower 48. I don't I'm I don't think they have them anymore, like in New, in America, even. There was yeah. a period of time where they had them and they were fucking amazing for, I would say from 2016 <laughs> to last year. <laughs> yeah, probably around there. 2016 to maybe 2017 to, to like sometime, sometime before the holidays about a year ago. So I'm like, actually maybe even, I think they stopped after at right at the, right when the pandemic hit, because they had like at stores, they would have the thing like it said all dressed, but there was fucking nothing in there. So I think it just like stopped after the, because of the pandemic maybe. I mean, but those are some of the best oh. fucking ruffles of all time. Could you, could you eat those? Yeah. They're vegan. Were they? Yeah. Shit. Yo, all the best chips are vegan. Like what's the best flavor of Doritos? The, the fuck, the fucking uh, what's it? What's doesn't it? even matter. It's the purple bag. You're yeah, right. the purple bag. Yeah, I forget what what is that? What it's the purple like, bag. I, it's like good. Billy or something like that. It's not Verde because Verde is the green bag. But no, no, it's it's the purple bag. Chili, like, chili, something sweet chili, sweet chili, sweet chili. That's what it is. It's fucking there. Sweet we go. Chili and delicious. The best fucking one. So many topics. I just like. I'm. It's hard for me to to fixate on. On where on where we're fucking going with this, so I think that's a good. <laughs> this is a good place to stop because we we're now at the ninety minute mark and we still got to play some music. So, uh, so let's um, let's finish it up. Tell us about school drugs where you know where you can find the band if you got merch and uh, and one more time tell us about you know. Wh- about your upcoming music at the end of the year or next or in, in February. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at somebody that's making Nosferatu cookies, and I'm thinking that I got to order myself a dozen Nosferatu <laughs> cookies. It's a, it's pretty good, like this too. Like it, it. If you fucking put the cookie in front of me and you didn't tell me what it was, and we're like, what what is this a cookie? I'd be like, yeah, it's fucking Nosferatu. Duh. Um, shout out American Cookie Craft. Um, uh, Etsy, Etsy, Etsy baking is a whole nother is is literally just a whole nother world. It's just you know what? Shout out sweet mess treats too. <laughs> sweet if mess? you want to go on there and you want to buy the fruity crisp cookie, <laughs> buy the fucking fruity crisp cookie. Just or, let me know if it's a- or the chocolate lovers like feces trash. Um, fuck yeah! Just let me know if it's any good and and save me one. Mail me one and we'll be good. Uh, you can you can find <laughs> on the internet where 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 wherever internet is streamed. So you got you got modern medicine. It's out. It's it's out now. You have um, three it's out now on on Indecision Records. Quick top three Indecision Records go. No, I know I, we're not gonna. I, we don't have to get into all. That. I'm not um, doing. I'm not. Fuck! I can't. That would have been. That would have been the better question though instead of asking what your favorite rev records are it should have been what your favorite indecision records are but that's a that's a small that's a smaller circle too uh that's a that's it is but it's it's a tight-knit circle and it's like it's a legit fucking circle 
the, there's some there's some heavy hitters on there. See, and I gotta think you got about like we're I'm, early metalcore. You got like oh yeah, you you got some real good shit on there. It's just we're jumping, we're jumping on so many different topics from from rev to to shit cookies. I'm you may you may find it as a some kind of surprise that the members of School Drugs have ADD. <laughs> Dude, okay, that's okay. That's been. That's been this fucking show the last like, except except when I talked to Ram from uh, from Change because that was like one where I was like, okay, I need to actually be, this guy is like a professional. I need to actually like talk to this dude like a professional, uh, right? So, but besides that, um, like you know, the rest of us fuck fucks. Um, you're all you're all you're all fucking <laughs> fucks. But you make fucking Back. good music. Um, thanks for t- thanks for talking to to me. Um, if you haven't checked out school, school Drugs before, check it out. Modern Medicine, some fucking sick, underrated punk hardcore. And uh, if you like, if you love that eighties shit, and you're if you're legitimately stuck in the eighties, and or just if you just like hardcore, you're gonna like this shit. So check it out. Any any actual last words and make it quick. At school drugs NJ on the on the gram. We never use the Facebook. Feel free to follow it if you'd like. Uh, send us messages. Send me an email. Send me fucking whatever. I'll probably respond. Send, and then send him et- send him Etsy cookies. Send me Etsy cookies. Send me lots of Etsy cookies from the West Coast that have to go through the post uh, priority mail, so they take a really long time to get to me. Fuck. Um, all right. So that's, that's it. We're going to get back to the music. You're listening to dead air, two hours of hardcore radio. What can I say? I'm a miserable, worthless hunk of slime.
Make sure to check us out on social media at DeadAirNWCZ on both Instagram and Twitter and Facebook.com slash DeadAirHardcoreRadio. Dead Air Hardcore Radio, motherfucker. I got a pass to win gas inside a bag. I want it all back to operate the game. Here on in, no regrets, no space for the dust to collapse. the show let me turn that up a little bit um shout out to josh and school drugs check them out if you haven't an awesome fucking new jersey band that deserves your time also just some really cool new jersey bands like gel if you if you haven't been listening to gel you're fucking up school drugs is definitely worth it a really really solid straight up like 80s um hardcore vibe um punk and hardcore and they're going to have music, um, like what, about four months from now. So if the world, if we, if we come out on the other side in 2021, we have, this is music you should definitely check out. And when, if they come to your town, um, especially if you're East coast, I'm sure they'll do East coast tours more than get out uh, on the West, uh, check out that band. The more you check them out near your home, the better us uh, in different areas will get to see different bands. And I'm excited to go back to shows if life gets back to normal. Um, you know, not holding my breath. After that, we played music from Mud Dog, a very like mid-2000s outbreaky style band. Has a weird 
kind of Scott Wade comeback kid inflection. I was in I watched I was listening to the Axe to Grind comeback kid episode and I listened back because it I would say, God damn, it's been at least at least eight years since I've listened to to like any of Comeback Kid. Like it's been like besides like new shit that I played for the show, like was sitting down and actually listening to Comeback Kid, but like I definitely heard a little Scott Wade in there. Probably don't know if intentional, but it's definitely not Comeback Kid sound music. Like I said, more in the uh lane of outbreak and came out in middle of August of this year. So check out Mud Dog. Their record is called Instinction. It's a full LP. Um they have a few other they've been they've been doing the thing for at least four years. So check out the rest. I'm I'll be interested to check out the rest. Um let's see how much time I got on the clicker. Alright, how about him? about a minute so that's a good time to finish and thank you for listening to the show we're going to finish though with something kind of fun kind of old timey um if you look on Bandcamp, you'll find some fun um sort of like punk anti-trumpy um stuff and he, uh we have a band called maga youth um which is kind of a play on reagan era stuff reagan youth this is um, the top, the top song is basically a, the Reagan youth song, um, repurposed for this era to, I'll just, you know, I'll, to make it easy, I'll just tell you what it is. Cause I'm pretty sure there's a one-time project, but we don't know. So five, five old punk rockers redid the five classics from the Reagan era, updating them to reflect under the Trump regime as American br- as America burns, the pandemic rages and racial tensions are higher than ever. This is our nonviolent protest against American fra- American fascists. All money collected from the sale of people donated to the Southern Poverty Law Center. It was recorded over the past year. Deep underground bunker beneath a very public building. We present five classic songs. Blah, blah, blah. It's dedicated to nonviolent resistance and to American fascism. Oh, and fuck Trump. So, you know, if if uh, Trump uh, wins the election, maybe you'll get another song. But like, let's not even let's not even get into that. Let's just uh, play this song because politics fucking make my head hurt. I don't. I've gone through too much trying to absorb all the bullshit from all sides of the spectrum, both left and right, and it's fucking insanity. It's a politics. Both right wing and left are a fucking circus. Let's listen to this music. See you next time. (laughs) 